Hey, hey, my friend, this episode is part of a four-part series with my mentor, Ashley McDonald. Ashley McDonald is a therapist, mentor, self-care coach, and self-proclaimed scheduling guru. As soon as I started following Ashley on Instagram, I became completely obsessed with checking out her content because she was also talking about the feminine cycle and cyclical mapping and how to use how we were designed as women with our hormones and the phases that we go through to our advantage and not being ashamed of talking about it. I was like, I've got to get Ashley on the podcast because period productivity has been your favorite topic to talk about. And I have just had surface level conversation with you guys about it. Ashley drops knowledge in each episode on how, what each fave phase is, what to expect during the phase, and how you can support yourself through that particular phase. You guys are going to love this. But remember, Ashley and I are not doctors. We are just two women who are obsessed with living our best life, being our best self, showing up in the best way that we can each and every day. And as a female, that means knowing what our body and our hormones are going through. I hope that you love these episodes. Make sure you follow Ashley on Instagram. She has a course coming out late this summer slash fall. She is now my personal mentor. I have hired her to be my mentor to work with in the third quarter of this year, and you guys are going to love her. All right, you guys, welcome to today's episode where we are talking about my favorite phase of the month, and that is ovulation. And I'm telling you, my friends, I can tell when I'm watching somebody's Instagram stories if they are ovulating because they love their life, they love their spouse, they just extra love their kids, even when they're throwing tantrums. And it just seems like you have rose-colored glasses on during this phase, but I'm not here to talk about it all by myself. We are in series three of this, and I have my friend Ashley on with me again today. So Ashley, why don't you talk to us about the ovulation phase? Oh yes, this is definitely an amazing phase. Ovulation starts right after follicular ends. This is about three to four days, depending on each woman. Obviously, we're ovulating. (laughs) That's why it's called the ovulation phase. And what that means is that when you're thinking strictly hormones, our estrogen is at its highest point. Our temperature is at its highest point. So we've been talking a lot about how our temperature fluctuates and how we can honor that and get off the roller coaster and get into the lazy river and really just experience life in the flow. So as estrogen peaks, It is a fundamental time to be getting all of the digestive enzymes that vegetables can give us, raw vegetables, that help to aid in metabolizing the hormone of estrogen. So put simply, when we cook vegetables, the digestive enzymes on the vegetables actually go away, most of them. We need these raw digestive enzymes more than ever during our our ovulation phase because it allows the metabolization of hormones and that flow we're talking about, the lazy river that we're talking about. And so during this time, I am focusing on cooling foods because my temperature is at all time high, but I'm also typically vegan 
during this time, meaning I am doing as much raw vegetables and raw fruits that I can possibly take in, but I'm also minimizing meats. Um, we don't need as much as the protein as we do in other phases is one thing. The other thing again, is that I'm really just focusing on the digestive piece of things. Our ovulation phase has a lot of impact on how we experience luteal and menstrual phases. We talked about menstrual, we'll talk about luteal next time, but that is really impacted by how we honor ourselves during ovulation, which again is a very short period. It's three to four days. So really honoring this, like I said, for me, going just raw vegan is just simple, just to cut out anything that's not raw and that's not vegan and really focus in on those things is very simplistic for me. It's a good time to really focus on these things as well, because it helps to prevent the acne and the bloating and the cramping and the discomfort that comes in the next couple of phases depending on how you care for yourself during this phase. So I'm guessing that this is one of your favorite phases because it's also the time when our energy is the highest and we have what I believe I've learned it from Elisa VD who um, wrote two awesome books, The Woman Code and In the Flow. But she talks about egg wisdom. I think also Kate Northrup talks about this, right? So this egg wisdom, this concept that we are magnetizing. So even if you look historically at when we're ovulating, right? This is when we're attracting all the men, right? We can reproduce because we're in the mood and they're in the mood and we're attracting them like crazy. Well, that is true of everybody, right? We have this magnetism to us. And so, yes, this is when I launch my program. This is when I am calling people to me. This is when I'm agreeing to speak on stage, pitch ideas, have difficult conversations even because I am just in flow, in sync. I am the highest version of myself with the very littlest amount of effort, if that makes sense, right? So I've talked about how you can be the best version of yourself no matter what the phase, but this is the phase where it just kind of comes natural, if that makes sense. So lots of fun conversations, lots of collaboration, lots of, um, you know, socialization. You can write blogs, you can write content because you're really excitable. And you're, again, you're, you're right. It's this rose colored glasses of you're seeing everything in its best version, not just feeling in your best version. This is a good time for for planning like one-on-one -on -one dates with your spouse. Um, I particularly, this is kind of a a little bit off topic, but I do work within my mentorship to help women identify the highest standards of their marriage. And the reason I do this is because, well, I was a couples therapist, so that's part of it, but also because it's so important that as we grow ourselves, as we become more in tune with ourselves, more aligned with ourselves, that we're not leaving behind the most important person in our lives, which is our partner right? That we're, we're bringing him along. We're making sure to share with him, but we're also making sure that if we have standards for ourselves, we have standards for a marriage, right? So my husband and I have a standard of going on a 24 hour trip once a quarter. We have a standard of a once a month date night, but when developing these standards, we sat down and really looked at what is the best version of our marriage and what does it look like? And more particularly, I asked myself the question of when do I see my husband through those glasses, right? When am I just like, I can't get enough of you. Cause we all, let's all be honest, right? We all know that there are days when we're like, I'm obsessed with him. He's amazing. He's such a hunk. And other days when we're like, why are you breathing on me? Why do you think you can climb into my bed <laughs> and try and touch me? Right? We know this about ourselves. So when I asked myself that question, it was, it was a pretty easy answer. I love my husband in public. He is so charismatic. He is so 
funny. He's so sociable. Like he's on fire. He's the funny guy. He's the guy that really lights up the room. And I find myself almost like wanting to like win him over again and flirt with him and be with him. And so one of our standards is to host people at our house and to go on couple dates because when he is in that zone, I am in my zone of wanting a little piece of that. And that is very, very valuable for relationships. And so I like to do those things during follicular, which we talked about in the last episode, or during ovulation. And particularly in ovulation, because all things are at a high, relationship is at a high, everything's at a high. I feel really good. I love having people around. Similarly with our kids, this is a good time for play dates. This is a good time for having people over and doing fun things. If you can help it, this is a good time for a birthday party if you're going to host one, right? So you have the energy to take on and tackle that, especially because right before ovulation, when you host it would be fully clear when you plan it and it would all work out perfectly. Right. So this is a very fun, exciting time. I, the combination of ovulation and fully clear is really beautiful. Um, together, I feel like it's just a high vibe time when it comes to working out intensity, right? We're looking at the HIIT workouts, the cardio workouts, cycling, those kind of things, power yoga, kickboxing, you know, if that's something that you love. Again, personalize this as much as you can, really honor what you like. And with food, raw, raw, vegan, as, as much as you can get those digestive natural enzymes in to process what's happening internally, the, the better you will feel. And like I said, you're naturally high in ovulation. But what happens in ovulation when it comes to movement and food and all the things really dictates what's going to happen in the next phase and the phase after that. So you're not feeling as much of like, I need to eat this. I need to eat that. Right. But your body does. And I promise you by honoring that, by honoring the cooling foods, the raw vegan foods, you will feel the difference in the upcoming phases. So I love this phase too. I got really excited about that. And you guys, actually, I just hired Ashley to be my mentor. And this is exactly why I hired her, because she is about business, mom life, marriage, being the best version of me as a whole. And I love that you brought that up with your significant other, because even just that question you asked and the example you gave of, when you feel giddy over your husband, I knew it came up within my heart in an instant when my husband and I are driving. Like when we are driving, that's when he is talking. And it, it makes sense that because of the pandemic, we had an anniversary um, date night where we road trip to two different food trucks. So we spent a lot of time in the car. We got out, ate our food in the car, and it was one of the best dates we have ever had. And I, I don't even know if it was during ovulation, but just to have even that mindset of like, in which light is it that I see him at his best? Because yeah, and we'll talk about this too, but yeah, there are definitely times where I am so irritated and annoyed, even when he does something that is so right. And something that if he would have did that in the ovulation phase, I would have been like, I'm so glad you take care of that. I'm so glad that you do that. But just because it happened in a different time and there's different stuff going on with hormones, mm -hmm. it's received different, but I absolutely love that. And I was even taking notes about during ovulation. This is when even too, and like that natural vibrancy that exudes, it's really when I have my best hair days. Like that yep. was a very, very like naive observation of mine when I started cyclical mapping because I was like, it's during menses. I want to chop off my hair, give it a Britney Spears buzz or something. 
and then during ovulation I'm like oh I'm like Rapunzel around here you know it's just funny how the way things are meant to flow like this instead of seeing it as and you guys have learned about two other phases now instead of seeing life like it has to be like ovulation all the time I hope you have taken tips from the other episodes that you can really support yourself and your body and understand and Ashley's given us the permission over and over and over again to let our bodies live in the way that they were completely designed. Also, and I don't know, I, I guess this is kind of more of a question, but as I started cyclical mapping and, you know, I kind of first got to know the different phases and then it was the question of how does my body go through these different phases with, you know, knowing that day one of your menses is when your period shows up. Like that's easy to see. How do you feel it's easy to know when your body is coming out of follicular and into ovulation? Yeah, so it's important to understand the way that you're feeling, like we're talking about right now, for sure, because you'll start to feel, in essence, the changes, the vibration, and it's tracking over time those different feelings every day that allows you to map out how your particular phases unravel. But you can start with just the averages, right? Like the follicular is average of seven to 10 days. So on that day seven and eight, you're just really paying attention to when you feel almost like the light go on a little bit more, like the lights on in follicular, you're feeling the energy, but when does it just pop up just a little bit more, whether it's seeing your beautiful hair in the reflection, right? Or just loving your family a little bit more, like whatever that looks like. And so that is the personalizing point. What I love about this is that both follicular and luteal are cooling. They're both like the cooling food. So it's the raw kind of stuff. They're both pretty high energy. So it's okay if it's not perfect. If you don't know this day was follicular and this day was ovulation because they do go together. I mean, again, you kind of picture it in a circle. It goes menstrual and then your, your hormones are rising follicular. They're at their top in ovulation and then they start to slowly go back down when we move into luteal and in a circle again. So they do, for lack of better words, bleed into each other essentially, right? They, they are, they're comforted together. And so it doesn't have to be perfect. I will find, I have a, I do Enneagram work within my uh, mentorship program too. And I'll have a lot of ones come to me who want it to just be perfect. Like every, I want to do everything right. I don't want to mess up. I want to know the exact days. And this is more of a fluid concept. Like you have to be willing to move and stress and other things do affect your cycle. Um, I also find that our cycle moves almost almost like it's meant to, right? Like I've had times where all of a sudden I don't get my period when I'm supposed to, and then ovulation is happening, happening at this perfect moment that it wouldn't have happened if everything didn't move. It's like my body knew I was going to need it to move, to be in that place, which I think is so cool once you get into it. But you know, I did get COVID during this crazy pandemic. I actually had COVID, was isolated from my kids for a very long time, which of course is very, very stressful. So everything changed for me and I've had to remap things a little bit. So know that it changes, know that it's not about perfection. It is about understanding the phases a little bit more so that you can feel them out, but start with what the average is, right? Start with understanding, okay, I had my period, here's the day it ended. So I know follicular starts the next day. Let's go the seven days of follicular and start to feel when do I think the ovulation is gonna shift? Now there are more scientific ways you can do it by taking your temperature, um, like taking hormone testing, those kind of things. I don't think that's necessary though. I think there's a really rhythmic, natural way to do this and your intuition rises the longer you do this as well. So I can actually feel when I 
change phases, I can feel it happen. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was going to bring up is like, when I was bringing in that piece of how is this particular to my body? And I'm so glad that you answered that question because I'm sure some ladies had that of like, well, I don't know when I'm making that shift. But for me, I noticed I get my bloating and discomfort during ovulation, actually. It's like the evening I'm ovulating, I feel good and happy and I have energy, but my body literally does in the evening. It's like, you've done enough. And oftentimes that's probably because I will tend to jam pack a to-do list during ovulation because I'm like, I can clean my house and I've got these business calls and I've got a webinar and I've got all this stuff and my energy can carry me a lot during ovulation, but I can feel it. And I know that when I'm ovulating, I do get that like I don't necessarily get much for cramps during my cycle. It's mostly during ovulation. So yeah. well, you can also, you can also look at the consistency of the fluid that you have. That's another way to depict it. We know what we're experiencing during different phases. So that's a way to do it. There's a lot of different ways. And for those of you who don't have a period, we are probably like this, I can't do this. This doesn't apply to me. there's lots of reasons why you might not have a period, whether that's, you know, birth control pills or menopause, or you had your uterus taken out, whatever these reasonings are, right? You can do what's called moon cycling. I'm not going to get a ton into that. That's an episode all in of itself, but where you basically phase with the moon. And so you can just Google moon cycling and it'll tell you that the full moon is ovulation and the new moon is menstrual. And so you literally can print out like a moon calendar and flow with it. And again, I'm not going into it, but there is scientific evidence that shows that if women match their cycles to the moon cycle, um, whether when you're not having a cycle, that those will emit very similar benefits. Uh, one really cool resource, if somebody is just super nerdy like me, one of the best books that I read was called The Red Tent. I don't know who it was by, I'm not good at that. But The Red Tent was an incredible book that was all about historically what periods used to be and how as women, we would go into this red tent when we were on our period, communicatively, collectively together and bleed together. And and it was all about the moon and how we would cycle with the moon and how midwives would actually have an opposite cycle than the moon so they could care for those who were cycling. Really, really cool stuff for the nerdy people like myself and, and like you, right? Like the stuff that just... Um, really shows that this is not a new thing. This is not a new thing. And there are ways to utilize this, whether you get a period or whether you don't. Um, It's just, it's a powerful way of living, really. And I know we're kind of gearing a little bit off of ovulation, but I did have that as a question for you um, with the, like, what advice would you give to women who aren't regular in their cycles or that aren't getting their periods? And I read that somewhere too, where, it's you'll find that when you are in your menses phase others are in their ovulation and i feel like in this world with social media that's where the comparison lies and like i said i can see on i can tell on social media like oh girlfriend you've got the ovulation vibes right now and then if somebody's watching that and we're in our menses phase feeling like we're not caring for ourselves because a lot of times it's in that stage of not knowing how to care for yourself during this time, the comparison can slap you right in the face. But our bodies and us as women, we're meant to be in sync with each other, but also a group of 
women that are not in sync with each other. So then when I'm in my cycle and my best friend is ovulating, she can help me put those rose colored glasses back on and be like, sister friend, look at like, you are hormonal right now. And we can talk about things that we're irritated with each other, like, and not each other, but like my husband's driving me nuts. My kids are doing this. We can talk to each other knowing it's, it's not necessarily a causation or an effect. Like I'm feeling really down and irritated with my whatever right now, but it has really nothing to do with them. And I'm just hormonal. And so we can kind of laugh about it in a different sense. And so then when I have a friend that's feeling down and like the sky is falling, I can come in and support in that way. Kind of rolling back into ovulation, favorite phase, probably because my favorite season is summer. And that's where you get to go out and about, come out of your shell, be on broadcast. It's not the message that's within your heart is and the priorities that you want to have and the things all the different hats that we wear as moms we can put on and we tend to naturally wear all of them well like during this time i noticed like my house is clean my ducks are in a row with business i'm feeling really great about all of the things really do you have any advice for like during this like height of mood energy and emotion how can women kind of be productive in helping that support and carry them through the other phases? Yeah. So, well, part of it, like I said, is the nutrition piece like this. You really want to honor the nutrition piece very much so during this phase because it does impact the rest of the phases. But honestly, more of my preparation, if you will, goes into moving like what I'm doing before and what I'm doing after the ovulation phase is the front stage phase for me, right? It's like sharing with the world what I've been up to and the things that I'm doing and launching new things. And, you know, you can do some of the organizing because you have a little bit more of that energy, but it's more networking. It's more attending events. It's more being with people and just, again, using that egg wisdom as like your shield of honor and, and showing people really what you're made of and what you're capable of. And um, this is a cup full type of phase. So it's a good time to spend lots of quality family time together and lots of time with friends. I love scheduling. Like when I have friends that are like, we need to get together. I'm like, let me see where my ovulation phase is. Cause that would yeah. be <laughs> right. Like I'm, that's what I'm syncing up to is, is really honoring that being around people connecting. This is a good time to ask for a raise, for instance, if you work for somebody or, you know, up your prices with, you know, coaching or whatever it is that you do, because you can, you've got the confidence to, this is the confidence phase for sure. Mm -hmm. And that's probably why I love it so much. And before I knew all of this, I wanted to forever be in the ovulation phase. And I think like, it would be nice sometimes. <laughs> You know, because that's how guys operate. They have a 24-hour hormone cycle, and we do not. Ours takes, on average, 30-ish days, right? Like, give or take. Being an Enneagram 1 and just having it be a natural phase of, like, this is where you have the long to-do list, and you're getting stuff done. And, you know, oftentimes this is where I get messages from people being like, how do you do all of the things that you do? And now my answer is I'm not doing this all the time. You know, I now know, and oftentimes people will message me on social media. 
when I'm in like my menses phase being like, how come you're not talking as much? And it's because I now know how to honor and that how my body is supposed to have ovulation, but it's equally supposed to be honored and supported in other phases too. Yeah. I think if anything, the last note I would say is that as I've mentioned, ovulation is very naturally our highest, our best self. We don't really have to do a lot to show up as the best version of ourselves, but I feel like it's a very good glance into what the best version of ourselves can look like. And us a setting point, like a goal as to what we want in the other phases. Cause I personally believe we can bring out this beautiful version of ourselves in every phase. That's just like, Oh, this, look at me. Like, this is so good. I am so good. I am so lovable. I'm so worthy. All these things that's that we push against it. Right. So I think it's a really great way to see like, Hey, this is what it can be in every single phase, right? It's not about, oh, ovulation, always counting down to get back to ovulation. Every phase can be this way. That's why my program is called the Live Polished, right? Because it's not about like trying to get to the points when you are better. It's making every point better. It's polishing the diamond that you already are so you can reflect the light out into the world that you were made to reflect out by honoring who you are in every passing moment as opposed to trying to shove yourself into somebody else's box, right? Like it doesn't work that way. You can be incredible, magnetic, amazing, beautiful, fun loving in every phase at a different level. And we need that. That's why women are so amazing. That's why kids need moms, right? Like because of this exactly. Uh, my kids get every version of me at its best self and every version is needed. And what's cool when you start doing this is you will see the lineup of, you know, when I am in ovulation and I'm, I, I'm having more fun and doing more fun things, that's what my kids need. And when I'm in luteal and I'm, I'm more able to ask more questions and be more turned down and more on their, where they're at when they need it, that's when they need it. And when I'm in menstrual and I need a break, they need a break. It is funny to see how it plays out where Again, I don't think we're given our children for no reason at all. I think it's very, very poignant why we have the kids that we have, the husband that we have, the business that we have. We just need to get in flow with who we're made to be so that those pieces of our life get the version that they're meant to have during those times. I love it. You guys, we've got one more for you. Although I feel like I could do a whole COVID episode with you talking about that and like you've talked about that on your page you have a COVID highlight right I don't I probably should make one though because I get a lot of questions yeah well you can go back into your archives of Instagram and just upload them because that like psychological component of it and like I kind of have a lot of questions for somebody who has had COVID of like are you so fear-based about it, which I kind of feel like I know your answer about it since I see you and your kids out at the pool and enjoying summer too, but we have one more episode. So if you guys know COVID stuff, go over to Ashley's page because it's really good. Rolling out for you. And this is the one that I actually don't know much about. So I'm excited to learn more from you and we will wrap this up, you guys. You, I, I know you are eating this up right now. So make sure that you follow Ashley on Instagram. I will leave her information in the show notes and you guys can follow her and check her out. And we've got one more coming at you. 